The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man? What they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob, trying to figure trying out. To figure it out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject, what? cause they keep it 100 and them callers love it. The real show got you tuned in, rave action like uh, a bad chick texting uh, what's happening. They ain't hit you, five o'clock news. Our hosts keep it blunt, sharing their point of views. They going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basics. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And you night with music and what's going on. And your neck of the woods like, hey, I'll roll on today's light. Feel it entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, take another, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings. Yeah, I'm on this thing. The radio show ATL back with another Bring a Friend Night, and we brought friends from all over. So we got the homie Christian from On The Go Podcast hanging out with us. We got Big Debo, my black friend, back with Am us Am I your again. friend? Am I your friend? Uh, I'm Debo's friend. I ain't your friend, nigga. Oh. Uh, that's, that's, that's great. Go ahead and do like yourself friend of me, nigga. I'm like a nigga that just know you. Okay, so we just know each other. So it's Debo, yeah. the guy who come on the show damn near every week when we just know each other. Yeah, hey, right. I just know you, nigga. That's what it is. <laughs> and then somebody who's somebody who's taking their podcast career in their own hands by coming on to this version of the show. We got Tanya from Notorious Moms Podcast, what who has no idea what she signed up for. What's up, Tanya? I, I have no clue, but I'm oh here. My gosh. I'm already here, so we're going to oh get boy. to it. Yes, yes, we're about to get to it here. So... We had we had something that was lined up um, as far as to talk about that was real messy that was really gonna get Devo riled up, but we can pivot from that for a second because uh, as Devo would say, my brother's on light skin time right now. He was the one who was gonna bring that up. So let's do something that we've been doing lately that the show's about music. Get into something that's music related topic. We got people from all over, mostly that we can mention this. So. We've been debating, talking about hip hop over the last couple of weeks here and there about that. And I wanted to talk with y'all and ask you, who do you feel like in your mind had the biggest cultural, I guess, influence or biggest impact on hip hop? Was it the East, the West, the North, the South? Who had the biggest impact? Some of us mm. going to be biased based on what we was listening to and where we were at and all that stuff, you know. So I'm, I'm interested to know, um, you know, everybody's feelings on that. Dev, you look like you' ready to just explode right now. That's how you' looking. I'm just saying, bro. Like, you asked that question, and you got a lady from New York on the show. And <laughs> how we gonna not say New York, nigga? Like, but what what and I'm from Atlanta. You know, I want to say the South, but it ain't true. New York is literally how all this shit started. So that's the home of hip hop, man. I mean. But still, I'm not listening. You're not listening to nobody from fucking the Midwest like that. Like New York is the mecca for everything. Yes, it's the North. I mean, I hate but, to say that because I'm from Atlanta. The South, the South has had a lot of influences, though, on a lot of like you know, 
a lot of our, our big artists. Like I love T.I. He's from the South. Um, yeah. There's a couple of other artists. I'm drawing a blank right now, but T.I. Um, all these new people, I don't know them though. The little babies and the, the three babies and the five babies. I don't know none of them babies. I think I think each coast has had, well, I will say northeast coast, southeast coast, and west coast, in my opinion, had the biggest influence, but it also mattered during what time period I think some dominated more than others. And they all had their contributions because like I want to say like especially I feel it was collaborative with distinctive sounds like in the 90s, in my right. personal opinion, because you could definitely know what's West Coast and nobody super tried to sound like anybody else. It's only now that everybody's trying to copy like everybody's style. So now you're confused and people want to lie about where they're from. So, I mean, I think in the 90s had like, to me, the biggest collaborative distinction but everybody was happy just being in their own zone but everybody um everybody like enjoyed everybody like there's there's rappers from new york there's rappers from california there's rappers from atlanta like everybody enjoyed each other but everybody had their own like domain too that's just my opinion um maybe in the 80s i feel like maybe it was probably more new york that's just based i was a kid so i don't really know but yeah Happy. Yeah, I pick out what she said. I think it's just different times, you know, for the different um, regional influence. I'd say, um, I would say for me, when I think about it, New York—that's that's the founding place of hip hop. So all influence runs from that, you know. Um, and also, if I had to pick without this being biased, I would say the South. You know, I'm from, from the boot, Louisiana, but uh, the influence, I would really say, stems from New York, man. That's I can't put it no other way. It comes from New York. That's what the sound and the whole whole bowl of hip-hop, you know, that that's where it was born from, man. That's where it originated from. So I would say it all comes from the north, but again, it's different times for the different places, and you know, I don't know, man. I feel like because everybody making good points, I feel like the south was held down for a long time. For the longest yes. time, all you heard was east and west. Like I remember watching Rap City back in the day, oh, and man, Joe Claire used to piss me off, man. Like he's a cool ass dude, but he used to piss me off because he'd end that show and he'd be like, "All right, peace out, y'all, east coast, west coast, worldwide," and I'd be sitting at home like. Um, no South love at all. The no South? The I mean, South. we didn't just, you know, come out of nowhere. Outcast <laughs> didn't it didn't start with Outcast. Scarface had been doing it, you know, the ghetto boys, stuff like that. So yeah, I'm like, boys, dang, you just yeah. gonna ignore an entire, you know, region that's out here doing it. It was, and I didn't know I noticed that he didn't start mentioning down south until like Master P started putting, you know, put, you know, doing things. Then he started mentioning the South. I'm like, oh, you want to mention us now, you know when we've been doing it before. So I, I feel like I am biased and I'll say that I feel like the South really influenced a lot of things. Like if you listen to like, like take 50 Cent for an example, 50 is a East Coast dude, but you could tell by some of his flow and stuff that he was influenced by the South. Some of the words he chose mm -hmm. to use, the way he was delivering his lyrics and things like that. You could see he was influenced by some of the things people were doing in the South. Um, 
I'm probably in the minority with feeling like the cultural impact of the, the South because New York is like the Mecca and it was the birthplace of hip hop. But I'm, I don't, I'm just biased. I just felt like the South was just kind of, you know, the stepchild. And even to this day, I still feel like the South is still trying to get the full respect because there's some real lyricists that come out the South that don't get any respect. So maybe I'm just scorned who, at the fact that, who, who, you know, who don't get respect coming out of the South now today, like, in 95, 96, I can understand where you're coming from because I feel like until Jermaine Dupree really hit the scene, we didn't get respect. But I feel like since 97, since, you know, uh, uh, since Outkast and Goody Mob and, and Jermaine Dupree really came up, then you start getting a lot more Southern artists. So t- I mean, I mean, I know a couple of artists before them, like Scarface and you know A Ball MJG. They didn't really get the the expo- the exposure that they should have, you know, uh, uh, Pimp C and Bum B. But oh yeah, Bum-Bee. now I feel like Southern artists are getting respect because I feel like everybody just copping whatever Southern artists do. I still feel like people turn their nose up at it. Like, I mean. They look at it a certain way, like, yeah, that sounds cool, but you know, they're not, you know, they hear them, they like, oh, they they they're not lyrical, they're not like, you know, uh, you know, people that I'm used to or or, or stuff like that, I mean, you know. So, I think I think that's where you've got like, okay, there's different. I feel like there's like subsets within hip hop, right? So I feel like like you got the people who battle, then you got the people who are like real lyricists, and then you got the people who are doing stuff that's more so like fluid and creative and just kind of like temporary fun is just um, in that moment. You know, everybody can't be a lyricist. Everybody can't be, you know, so I feel like you get people who are more attached to a specific, like a specific subset and then they criticize everything else instead of just saying, okay, I have a preference, but it doesn't mean that, um, you know, you could sleep on like other stuff. Okay, Little Wayne, in my opinion, is like a Southern lyricist, right? His lyrics are just his metaphors are great, like all of this stuff, right? But then you've got other people who are signed to him or maybe associated in the same way. Their lyrics are not that deep. Like future lyrics, not that deep, in my opinion. Not, I mean, he's got fun stuff. But I don't feel like he's in the same category with a little Wayne, if that makes sense. But Not about future. Or he, J. Cole. J. Cole is a good lyricist in my personal opinion because he actually says something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, like his music to me will be timeless. Little Wayne's music will be timeless. Future stuff is like in the moment, like of fun. Like, okay, I probably need to have a couple and be out partying or something. You, but t- this- you take that beat away from future song, I bet you'll never hear it the same way. It, he has mastered like psychological repetitiveness to make it into a song. I'll give him that, but like I said, I don't think it's going to go down in history. Like, even though him and him and Drake are super tight, but I think Drake is a better lyricist than him just because of what his music says. Like, it tells a story. Like, you could follow it. Mm-hmm. Future just repeats the same thing over and over again and puts the same beat on it, and everybody goes crazy. That's just my opinion. Nah, I agree with that for sure. I absolutely agree with that. Yeah, it don't help that the radio bank, you know, drill it in your head nine hundred times a day if you happen to be listening to the radio too. Oh my gosh, that's the worst thing. I've been said that. Not, not to, yeah, I've been said that not to take anything away from future or whatever, but 
me personally, I like when I listen to music, I like to take things away from it. And with future, yes. I can't take nothing but the same thing. Papa Molly Perk. Perk is dead. Drink, Molly Perk is dead. Oh, in that order. Is that what you I do? Know, it's, it's the same Molly thing. Perkins. Same thing. Now, how many hours apart are we taking this, these pills, huh? Like, you know, that's pretty much that. So, how many so, hours? You mean how many minutes? Right. Oh. Future, all you talk about is getting high and fucking somebody. Like it's the it's the most <laughs> uncreative shit. Like I get it. You like to hit women. I like women too. But like I don't want to hear about you fucking another woman every five minutes, bro. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, we see we see how he produces. I mean, I'm pretty sure we think that he's producing something, and it's usually children that he doesn't want to take care of. So there's that. Ooh, the shade. The shade. <laughs> no, this is the these are facts, and, and this is why I don't like Future. I I find in my old age, my rifle age now if i don't agree with your views or you as a man i don't fuck with you as an artist and future's just one of yeah. gucci man is another one i don't fuck with gucci man i don't like gucci man because you can't take care of your autistic child i have an autistic child so like to me i don't <laughs> fuck with gucci man and gucci man from the east side i used to love gucci Wait i don't fuck with gucci no more I I can't fuck with that. Have, so he has children outside of the ones with his wife yes mm-hmm Yes, and was bitching and was a couple years ago. He was really trying to fight, trying to pay extra child support for autistic child. I can't fuck with that. I can't fuck with you. Damn, because I know the struggle of being a special needs parent. So I can't fuck with you as a man. You don't take care of your kids. I can't fuck with you, future. I'm sorry. Russell Westbrook. Russell. Russell. I hear not Westbrook. Uh, uh, Russell, I had to be in a better daddy than your kid than you are. Come on, what are we doing? What are we talking about? Future? And he light skinned, D Roy. He light skinned. Uh. <laughs> no, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? No, I don't like people no more. No, I mean, I definitely think um, the culture needs to start gatekeeping people's behaviors like that. Now, I can separate to an extent, like an artist from their personal life, but if you're Personal mm -hmm. life starts infringing on your business, it, then it's like it depends on how egregious that, that but is. That's why, but that's why I can't listen to R. Kelly no more. I don't know what I don't care what nobody say, but I can't nah. even listen to his songs, not even the ones. Nah, they don't not even, the same, I hate it. Not even stepping on I'm sorry, I can't do it. Turn that shit off. I feel you, I, I understand it. where you come from, but I, I will blast R. Kelly every day in that <laughs> motherfucking car. No. I'm sorry, they can see me rolling up and I'm playing best of both worlds, and I don't give a fuck. I'm glad. Mute yourself. That nigga's saying, I believe I can fly. That's some inspirational shit, nigga. Hey, they saying that at my son's graduate kindergarten graduation, my boy. <laughs> oh no. Recently? <laughs> Oh the, wow! The, it was oh, one, of what the the babies. one of the teachers selected the <laughs> song. Not the babies, at least I'm the telling you, babies. They had a whole little Not routine and all that. All right, yeah. I, get yeah. my, I get to pull out one of my catchphrases with this one, and this concludes this segment. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the you are now listening to the radio show. I, I guess I'll go next while we wait on him. This is kind of, this is like low-key motivational. So y'all just stay with me, okay? Okay. Y'all ever had somebody that like wanted you to fail? 
like just didn't want to see you be successful mm. and then you kept grinding and kept grinding and doing what you had to do and then you made it where you wanted to go and you kind of just got to turn around and kind of show off like hey i did this you doubted me you know what i'm saying well that happened to me you know i had a struggling fantasy football team you know what i'm saying oh I, God, I thought this was real life <laughs> This is real life. I'm sorry. I apologize. But continue. (laughs) You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Yes, sir. So since you you biased, since you're biased about the South, who is your? Who would you say is your top front runner of influence from the South? Um, I just feel like based on everything that was packaged together and what he did in a short period of time, it's Master P and it's not close because he's the blueprint for everything that you see out here. The marketing, the, I mean, he, the he made everybody, yeah, he made everybody on that label a platinum selling artist, even though a lot of them wasn't good. You know, he packaged it up, put it together. And I, I think it's Master P, man. He's a master businessman. And I mean, you can say whatever you want about the. I mean, the music was what it was for that time. You know, it still is nostalgia or whatever. But I agree with you. But I hate that you chose Master P. You New Orleans mudbug ass nigga. You you couldn't pick anybody <laughs> else but somebody from fucking New Orleans. Master P. Really? <laughs> okay, yeah. Of course you gonna had- pick Master P, nigga. Yes, Chris asked the question. What you thought I was? What you thought I was gonna pick? Outcast? It might be the radio show ATL, but Chris asked the question. It's you should have picked Outcast, nigga. Like Outcast crossed over better than Master P did. But they Outcast reached a whole new fucking audience that Master P couldn't even fucking get to. Was Master P uber successful? Yes, he was. Did he make everybody that came on him a a, a platinum selling artist? Yes, he did. Did he fucking turn the whole shit around? Absolutely. He still didn't reach the heights that Outcast did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in in the in the long run, but I'm saying, Master and now P I'm being biased. Of, I'm from Atlanta, nigga. So you know, you know he did a lot of he he crawled, so a lot of these other, he walked, so a lot of these other folks could run, man. So I'm just saying, that's that's like I said, Chris Mercedes was a platinum selling artist, nigga, and she was because, famous for bending over on a car on yeah. every fucking damn uh, intro book. For a, a year and a half, hooks named Moby Dick became a household name because of Master Moby P. Dick. You can tell you, look, I tell you, Swamp nigga, Swamp nigga, dog. The nigga made yes. a song called Swamp nigga. I mean, what okay. else you want me to say? He was a he was their version of Nate Dog. Moby Dick was out there singing off key, and he was out there making it happen. That's a real thing yeah. that happened. Ghetto classics. Yeah. <laughs> ghetto classics. Ghetto classics. Yeah. That's what they it's was. Ghetto classics. I mean, they had all the good club classics. Now, Outcast, of course, I'm from Atlanta. I'm a, I, I, I get what Debo is saying about Outcast, and I agree. Of course. But it's all good. She's 16, she 16, said Master P. Now, I'm my answer is cash money, the hot boys. Hey, because listen, yeah, them niggas took Master P out and they when just you, kept elevating. That shit is true. When, yes. I literally yeah, remember the yeah. summer when niggas like, yo, you got to listen to these motherfucking hot boys. It's, this motherfucking that, shit is fire, nigga. I will, if you want to pull New Orleans, I'm going to have to go with my cousin and it's going to be Lil Wayne in the crew. Now yeah, Lil Wayne is not my cousin. Agreed. But 
they have done some amazing things and they're still relevant and they've been able to produce a lot of artists that are actually very, very successful and very, very independent of them now. So for me, when we're looking at longevity and over 20 years in the industry and people still want to hear you, Mm -hmm. you can still command full audiences and you can still continue to grow your brand out. They have a successful podcast. They have successful other business ventures. Like they are an empire. So, I mean, that's pretty dope. Turn cash money into young money. If it's not yes. for, if it's not if you don't got baby and and, and and then back in the day you don't got no Nicki Minaj today you don't got no Drake no, out no here Drake. right Tiger while he was somebody right Tiger. right hey, right. they even had Lloyd for a little bit Tiger's singing on hooks and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and then and I'll say this out. one thing Cash Money will always have back that ass up. <sighs> That's my anthem. Don't that's even, a fucking don't anthem, bro. That, that's bro, what I'm yeah. saying. That's a fucking anthem. You, and like, you make them say, say uh, is an anthem for us. Anywhere but make them say, uh, and don't hit. It don't hit with these young folks. Cat, back of that stuff still hit with young people today, which is crazy. That is a yeah. generational song. Don't do that and, to me. And the thing, yeah, and thing with Juvie, song. you know, people was about Juvie. Juvie had a song called Soldier Rags, like probably a year and a half before he even went out national that was blowing up. Man, hey, boy, don't make me rap that soldier egg right now, boy. Bruh. Come on now, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Chris know what I'm talking about. He know. Look, you buy that paper, you know, on top of your hand. And, yep. and he took a lot of what was in, in soldier rags and he put it in high. Like, he he kind of, you know, took elements of that song and put it through there. And, yeah, it was, a, it was a whole thing. It was a whole movement that was, you know, bubbling to the surface before the rest of the world even saw about it. You know, we were seeing it, you know, coming up. You know, that was like the soundtrack to our lives. You know, if you were a young kid growing up around then, that's what you was listening to. That's all you heard, you know? So, hey, yeah. I tell you, bro, Juvenile is my goat. That's my fave. Yeah, I love Juvenile. Juvenile. Yeah. We all telling our age right now. Man, look. Baby, he got real skills, though, you know? You are now listening to the radio show. I, just I, don't, think, I don't think anybody would be outraged by you okay. just like at Raisins. Like, yeah. that's not that's not enough of a staple, like, favorite food. Everybody be like, like when the last time you seen somebody eating raisins? Like just a box of raisins. Okay. Okay. Hey, when you go down the, you go to the grocery store and you go down the aisle where the raisins are, that shit is always fully stocked. <laughs> always fully stocked. Have you ever seen some raisins? <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast Two, providers. One. All right. So we had a, I guess, a full length discussion about cultural impact on which coast, but it brought up another question that's also music related. They got a lot of rappers that are out here that, you know, a lot of people consider to be great, really, really good. But there's some of them that you would probably struggle to name signature songs by them. You know, the artists that we grew up with in the 90s, you could name several signature songs by a lot of them. But these ones who are considered great, not even just this era, but in general, how many signature songs can you name by them? Because you start naming off stuff to me like, okay, full disclosure, I'm not a J. Cole fan. And if I say name some signature songs from him, you're going to start naming off a bunch of shit. like, where was this played on the radio? Where was the video for this? And then you look at me kind of like how Debo's looking at me now, like he, you know, he wants to fight me or whatever. Because you full of shit. Like, okay. I mean, but I can have my opinion on that, man. Like, I mean, you, you could like him. I'm not, I'm not. Begrudge right. anybody who does. You have I'm your opinion, and your opinion can be wrong, nigga. That's that's, 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 that's two things can be true, nigga. 
16, are you saying uh-huh. you don't like J. Cole? I don't I don't know. I don't like your tone about that. What happened? Yeah, I mean, no, we're not about to gang up on on <laughs> M16. <laughs> but you don't like J. Cole. Is it because you don't like him or you're just not a fan yeah. of his? Yeah, right. no, I don't have no per like people always take it like if you don't like a rap, like you got something personal against him. No, it's nothing personal. He seemed like an upstanding dude, you know, asset to society and all that good stuff. His music just don't move me. That's it's because he likes so light skins. Uh-huh. don't like other light skins, and that's the problem. You know what I'm saying? When you don't move you at all, it don't. See, Ooh, he light skin, hey, light skin shit, light skin nigga pose and everything. That's light skin shit. That nigga, they don't like other light skin niggas. Okay, I mean, you entitled to your own opinion. Yeah, so I'm not. It it could be because he's older than all of us, so it could just be not relatable to him. He old as fuck. That's the problem. That nigga old. That nigga (laughs) watched sixteen. Watched like a motherfucker, dog. That's what that shit is to me. I'm just saying. I'm just (laughs) saying. It might might be like a smidge of three years outside his scope. So no, it's not that. It's not that. It's just. When I first heard him, and I don't want to make this a J. Cole discussion because I just I, I didn't bring this up for that, but we can get into it. It's like when I first heard him, it was like, okay. And the next thing you know, I hear a bunch of praise being heaped on. I'm like, did I miss something? Did I like How many miss something? Apparently, you, you, d- you, apparently you, you did miss obviously. something, sir. Because everybody guess. else gets it and you don't. That's I'm not everybody else. I got a lot of people that don't. It, it's like Name three people who don't get it. Name three people who don't get it. They said name three. Google it. Google it. Okay. How about this? How about this? (laughs) Okay. Name me two. Name me three other rappers other than Kendrick. And wait, Drake. hold on, don't, hold on, wait. Don't give me this whole who else went platinum without no features. Is that what I didn't say that? I didn't say that. That's not the question I'm asking. The question I'm asking is name three other rappers one without being Kendrick or Drake. That is. Better than J. Cole out right now because don't talk about Tupac because that nigga dead, bro. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't finna mention Pac, and you said name somebody who's out now that's that's better. I mean, that's, that's like better. that's like asking me, do I want to get punched in my face or punched in the balls? Like it's no, it's no win situation either way. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a this is a, this is a safe environment. I promise you, I will not get in your shit. <laughs> I promise you. I just want to know your opinion because I need to know what you like. So I can determine why it is that you don't like Cole. That's okay, fair. so because okay, if so. if your taste, if you don't like Cole, and I know you think Kendrick is all right, I know you yeah. think Drake is all right. So yeah. like other than them two, because for real, those are the three that everybody mentions at the top right now. So other than them two, I need to hear yeah, three like other people three that you think is equally as good or better than J. Cole so I can know what your taste is. Okay, so first off, I gotta address one thing here. That Devo been that cousin that's been invited over so many times. He, Devo told me, hey, bro, I know this your show, but you can have a safe space here. I appreciate it. Thank you. Safe <laughs> Let's space. Get with that hey, safe space. I won't get on you. Hey, with friends like Debo, you don't need enemies, huh? You, you no, know, but at least I know. But look, Debo, keep it real. At least I know when he gonna stab me in the spine. He gonna tell me he about to do it, so I can appreciate. <laughs> I'm a straight shooter. I'm a yep. straight shooter. It's the devil, you and then, know. And then, and then he gonna tell you to stand still while he do it. So to answer your question, Debo, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that because you took the two that I would have named there because I'm not a, I'm not a like one of these like you know how Jimmy is like a super Drake fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And my brother loves Kendrick too. He like them both. Um, I don't know if I can name anybody. I don't listen to a lot of this this shit that's out here right now, man. It just it don't really speak to me in that man. There's a few songs here and there, but it don't 
none of this mumble shit do anything for me. And I know J. Cole is not a mumble rapper like that. Okay. No, at all. But I'm just, you know, I just feel like a lot of times when it comes to certain people or word of mouth with folks, I feel like the talk and the legend of them outweighs what their actual talent is. Think about it in this manner. Where would J. Cole sit in the heyday of the, we're going to use the 90s as an example. Where would he sit in there? Would he be this revered artist? Yes. He would, he would um, not yes. be. Okay, so you asked the question. This is the answer. Remember when I said there are subsets of rap. There are right. subsets in hip-hop. J. Cole is a lyricist, so that means he's talking like real facts and real relatable real-life stuff that people live, what people go through, and people connect to him because of that. Right. It's not all he do is talk about his past relationships and how he let a girl get away and all this other shit. I don't want to hear that shit. No, that's great. What? 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 That's great. J. Cole, are you listening to? What? You what? listening to Drake? And <laughs> is it do you? Do you have Drake Did and J. Cole for you? Is it no, Drake it's not just they both like skin and they both look the same. Mute yourself. Not, um, so Drake this Cole. just proves that's that you true. only listen to like one radio song. Right. Radio version because actually his better stuff is not even on the radio. So True. if you exactly. actually listen to an album based on what I know you like about hip hop, I'm surprised you don't like J. Cole because of the way he puts things together. And guess what? All J. Cole's songs sound completely effing different. I can't say that about Drake, and I actually like him. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, so I'm willing to do this, and we can continue this discussion. But I'm willing to do this. I don't know what's the latest thing that came out from him. When's the last time we haven't reviewed the album? We haven't reviewed the album in a long time, so we can review one of his because that's how you know you'll get me to listen to it. So, Diva, you can choose it, or somebody you could choose it. We'll review it, and then next show we can talk about it. I'm 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 open to that. What's the most recent album? What if we all submit like two songs that we like, and then. We'll it make be, sure we don't clash. It won't be it won't be the same. I'm saying the whole crew, like we do when we review an album, we'll all listen okay. to that and everybody get a facts on it. Because if you give me individual songs, I ain't gonna listen to that shit. I'll be like, eh. Why are you so damn difficult? Like he likes because he's like skin. This is the theme of the night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We will discuss off camera which album we think would be the best for you to listen to. And then like okay. we'll all review it. And then you'll lift your head up a little more so we can see your eyebrows next time when we do discuss it. I'm going to be unbiased because when I'm giving reviews, you know that I don't put personal feelings into that. So I wouldn't. But I don't I just, know. You was real personal about the movie reviews that stuck that we did that one time. I mean, look, you know, it's just, I don't know. I, I, I didn't know that was going to become a discussion. I'm just asking, you know, other uh, rappers who are revered, who if you could name signature songs by them. And like I said, you're going to name me a bunch of shit that I'm like, okay, whatever. It's not going to change my view of it, but we'll see. I'm, I'm open-minded, you know. Yeah. I think that's a good idea. I think we should do an album review and then you'll have a more well-rounded view of him. And then you could give a, a opinion. And if your opinion stays the same, okay, fine. But if it doesn't, I relish in that moment because I'm usually right. I concur. I concur. You are now listening to the radio show. All right, Tanya, I know you got to roll from the 
you know, from the show and everything, but we don't want you to leave without, you know, letting the people know where they can find more of you and your great personality and talk and all that good stuff. Um, Notorious Moms with a Pizza Podcast. That's where I'm at everywhere. YouTube, um, Instagram, Facebook. I think I'm even on Twitter. I'm not sure. Um, but any, you know, it's the same everywhere. Uh, the same handle everywhere. Um, but you're not, you're going to have to invite me back because I yeah. feel like I'm about to be missing some shit, but <laughs> with the, uh, with the sake of my home being turned upside down, um, I'm going to have to be going out of here. <laughs> uh, well, Tanya, come on back anytime. We always discussing hip hop around this place among other shenanigans. So come on back. The Love podcast description will be there. It, it'll be in the podcast description. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Y'all have a good night. Take care. <laughs> You are now listening to The Radio Show. I don't have road rage. I just don't like when people get in the left lane and do the speed limit. Nigga, if you gonna get in this lane, you gotta accept the risk that you could potentially get a ticket. <laughs> That's what this lane is for. You're listening to The Radio Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, ready, Let's we do go. it. Two, three, four. Are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. All right, everyone, let's get started, shall we? Oh, yes. Playing only the best music in the world. This is your number one radio station. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Tiger, tiger, claws tearing in my back. Mm-hmm. 
She tearing in my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing in my back. She tearing in my back, she's a tiger, tiger, claws tearing in my back. She know how to act. You are now listening to the radio show. Just 
Touchdown and landed in my city. He hit me in my DM. He trying to catch it with me. You about to make me pull up on you. I got a sack. I know you like that, don't you? Let's put some corners. Drop your location, baby. Turn your vacation to a vacation. No more separation. Let's come together like fornication. The streets is waiting. You know the eyes gonna be watching. I hear them bitches hating. I see your partners cop blocking. Can't take the elevation. 288 push to Texas place up the interstate. Ay. Soon as he call me, shit, I'm on the way. Say. No time to waste, I'm there like yesterday Ay, I kinda hope he need a place to stay Now that I got you in my neck of the hood Flip to the back of the lack Got a grip in leather and wood You already know we knocking boots when you hit my side of town Let me tell you something good Here's where your girl can be found And I'll be in the H-Town Let your seat back Baby, just relax, I bought a sex for you Know what's going down Give me some feedback, a G need I'll be in the H-Town Got your chick in the back of the leg and she's screaming out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Look, let's take a tour, baby. Maybe slide up in MLK, bang and screw, make me. Turn up in the turning lane, smoke on this good with me. Hit always see a left on stock, them boys be poking hot. Hit up the tray, cause that's the way. Welcome to the south. Put some respect on my hood or keep it out your mouth. Say I'm coming down, them boys know what I'm talking about. They dripping candy and hogging lanes. 45 to the 44, they doing the same thing. What's Montgomery, man? Watch them risk, cause they gon' hit you like a ton cane. I remember buying weed off a of lover's lane, man. Hold up, we gon' need two double cups. Hit the corner store and pull up. Exotic pop all in your mouth. Head to that gun's point, then we taking 45 south. Back to the house, hit that chicken with. Tell that bitch you with me. She can't come get you if she wanna. In the meantime, fire up that marijuana. You know I'm gonna be. Let your seat back, baby, just relax, I bought a sex for so you know what's going down Give me some feedback, a G need I'll be in I got your chick in the back of the leg, and she's screaming out Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe. You are now listening to the radio show. What do y'all think about the whole Tory Lane and August Alcina situation? Like, I was talking. I, wait, I'd have to know so, what the fuck it was to, to, to have an opinion about it. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. You are now listening to the radio show. 
all these horrible ass drivers from the following states. Florida, New York, Delaware for some freaking reason, and North Carolina. I really want to pop your tires. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Y'all go, man. Hey, um, I got a question while we were kind of talking about music. Yeah. I think I, I might have asked this before, but I have seen this debate going on and which group or what should I say label has the better catalog. Is it Death Row or TDE? Bro, that Death Row catalog is hard to beat. It's yeah. top heavy. It's, whew, man, yeah. you got, if I you start naming it. them, so it's the Chronic, you Doggy Style, Doggy style uh, Above the Rim soundtrack. Me, dog Food. Uh, you can was it Machiavelli on Death Row too? It, it was. You got, yep, Above the Rim soundtrack. Above the Rim soundtrack is the greatest soundtrack ever created known to man. Is uh, that good? Murder was the case soundtrack. Murder was the case soundtrack. Yep. Yeah. Shit, man. <laughs> yeah. That shit hard, that's dog. That's, that's a tough. bro. That's a four-year span. That's from '92 to '96, right there. That's, crazy. that's, that's four crazy. years, bro. Four years. That's four years. Four yeah, that's years. Crazy. Tupac was only on Death Row not even a whole year, bro. Not even a year. Yeah. Not so yeah, that's four. That's it's four years. So that's, yep, that's four years, and they did all that in four years. The you got the none of, none of them bro. sold no less than two million. The lowest selling one was two million, and that was physical copies. You had to go yep. buy that. Yep. You would you Would you put up aftermath against them? Well, I don't know because I feel I like know. aftermath aftermath. Falls under that Interscope umbrella, and that was kind of aftermath. Was Dr. Dre wanting to leave Death Row? Right. So, so are you saying okay? Because he had that aftermath compilation, and then he had 2001. Eminem was signed to him, and then I know that um, Slim Shady Buster LP, Rhymes, Marshall Mathers LP, all that is under yep. aftermath. I know Buster, Buster Rhymes put out one. I think one or two albums under Aftermath was Fifty Get signed to them or was he signed to Shady? Fifty was signed to Shady, but it was under Aftermath too. Yeah, okay. Trying is under Aftermath. Whew. Okay, so they got a lot of bangers in a short period of time too. Then so yep. that's another about yeah. That's and another four to five years. Get rich or die trying. You got the game, uh, the documentary. That's under. Oh Aftermath. yeah, I forgot game was on Aftermath, wasn't he? Yeah. Wait, uh-huh. no, he was under he was under fifty. What he was, was fifty? 50? Right? No, he was under after it was all under after Was he after math too? Mm-hmm. That was all Dang. under that endoscope un- umbrella. Hey. I mean, well, that's kind of tough. That's kind of mm-hmm. tough. Cause if you look at the chronic 2001 nigga. <laughs> just that one. That's kind of that. tough. That's kind of tough. Chris? Being honest. I might yeah. take, I might take aftermath in that one. And and the reason why you could take it, not that Death Row didn't have bangers, but you could just say longevity because it lasted longevity, a little bit longer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it lasted longer. We, and like real shit though, I feel like, and I don't know, you can probably look the numbers up. Did Shady outsell? Like, they, he didn't outsell Doggy Style. I know that. 
Which one though? Because I mean, Eminem got a couple of diamond albums in there. Because I know the Eminem show sold like ten million. So Eminem show, I think Marshall Mathers LP is probably up there too. Well, you know what? This is the beauty of research. Please stand by. When we come back, we'll let you know how much they sold. Big thanks. <laughs> All right, so Debo, the Marshall Mathers uh, LP, eleven million, the Eminem show, twelve million. That's just in the U.S. alone, not worldwide. And then for Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style, it was uh, six million in the U.S. alone. So, um, yeah, yeah, he he went there. He he, he sold oh, yeah. a bunch. I'm gonna just list off some of the albums, not all, because it's a lot that's listed under the aftermath umbrella. Okay. Okay. So you got the Slim Shady LP, which is Eminem's first album. That went five times platinum. Uh, you got Dr. Dre's 2001. That went seven times platinum. The Marshall Mathers LP, we just talked about that. Eminem show, you just talked about that. Uh, next one, 50 Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's nine times platinum. Encore for Eminem, that's five times platinum. The game, like you said before, that was the documentary that was two times platinum, and then 50 came back with the massacre. You got right. Buster Rhymes, Big Bang. Oh my god, yeah. I'm just look, Kendrick Lamar is listed under the aftermath, yeah. Bro. yeah that, 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 so, like, problem, uh, Anderson Pike is listed under aftermath, nigga. uh, yeah. I'm gonna oh, go I ahead and say aftermath is. Probably taking the crown on that shit. They did, but some people might say for the longevity, you'll take them four years of death row and putting them up against it, man. Because the stuff we was naming was some bona fide bangers, man. So Just you want to say four years of death? Okay, how about this? Four years of death row. Give me four years. I'll give you okay. Uh, nineteen ninety nine, right? So ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. You ready? In uh -huh. that span, you got. The Slim Shady LP, Dr. Dre 2001, Marshall Mathers LP, The Eminem Show. You also got uh, True Perks, which uh, Get Rich or Die Trying from 50. And that was the last one. Get Rich or Die. So just with 50 and, and uh, Slim Shady, Eminem, you talking about nine times platinum. You talking about diamond, two diamond records from Eminem. God damn. And then a seven times platinum from Dr. Dre. Yeah. Five times platinum on his first. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take aftermath still, hey, brother. My lord, bro. It's crazy. That's a lot, man. That's that, yeah. just crazy. That's, 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 that's a that's an avalanche of just like I mean, damn man. I mean, as much as I want to say it, man, the numbers just speak for themselves. I mean, on that one, I told you the lowest one in that time frame for death row between 92 and 96, the lowest one was two million. The lowest one that you said on there, on there, I think you said was was it. Five um, times platinum. Five. It was five, times. This five million from uh, Eminem's first album, Slim Shady LP. And that's the low. That's the lowest it got in that time frame was five. Yeah. That's out of it, control. It just, it just it just ballooned from that point. That was the, yeah. the very first one, and it just ballooned from that point. That's crazy. Yeah, that is out of control, <laughs> man. Like, damn. And and we throwing that around like it ain't nothing. Like, oh, the lowest one that Defro had was two million. Like, you know how many rappers were killed to just sell two million yeah. right now? Right. And even in that time, you still had to go buy those albums. You had to buy hard copies. Yeah, it wasn't that no is insane. Or nothing going on back then. Exactly. You went out to that. go to the... I remember going to get every Eminem album for fucking three straight albums, four straight albums. I remember going to get every album and listening to it. 
while I worked don't that fucking you, Don't you miss like the the ritual or the tradition of like waiting for it to drop, standing in line, make, trying to get it fresh off the show, cracking the the wrapper, right at the album, the album, the you album crack it up and you smell it. Like, yes, I, I don't miss I don't I don't miss that no more, Diva. I, I, really? I used to How be nostalgic for that. I, I love the fact that on, I could just go to Spotify and hit a button and have it right there. I mean, it was no, cool to stand no, in line. No, no, you know, no, 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 no. It was a no, sense of community. Man. Listen, I feel you yes. on that because me and my co-host Danny was talking about this in regards to video games because these little niggas don't even know what it's like to have a midnight release where oh, you no. stand in line outside of a GameStop or a Walmart yeah. and you just be with a bunch of folks waiting to get this new game. You buy the new game, you go home and you play that motherfucker all yeah. night. You forgot long. one part of that too, Debo. You exp- you know, if you online, you ex- exchanging game attacks with the people that you in line with. Like, yo. Exactly. Know, yeah. So that I'm was cool. get on. As soon as I get to the house, yo. Yep. But then it was I'm like on Xbox Live. on the journey, right? Like you got to, yeah. like, it was different. It was like, artists just drop stuff now and they just want you to get it. But like, they go they used to go quiet for a little while and then like it was the excitement because you didn't have access to them all the time and it was like when you get the album it wasn't just about the album it was about the jacket like it was the album art cover like it meant something like it was the lyrics of the way they designed it or the pictures or the photo shoots they did it was just like reading the book yes because sometimes they would tell you like what it took for them to write it like you got a comprehensive like Part you felt a part of that, you know, when you got it, and it was something you could keep. Now you just download the song and go about your business. But I remember how many times, like, I put like CD jackets in my locker or posters or whatever came with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just cool. Like, it was kind of the best feeling. The best feeling for me was buying a new album, buying a new CD. You reading the booklet, you see all the track listening, you listening to the record, and then you got hidden tracks at the end of that moment. Yes. So like dope. that so shit dope. is just it's like they just threw this in there as an extra. If you're a true fan, you listen to the whole album. And like them be some of the best songs. And like if you didn't yes. listen to the whole album, if people you didn't know what song people were talking about, that meant you didn't no. listen to it. So now you gotta figure yeah. it out. Like Kids today hey. don't know that type of shit. Do I love the on-demand world and the quick access? Absolutely. Yes. It's great. But there was a sense of community mm-hmm. with people that you like that, of whatever it is that you like, whatever fandom you're part of. Starter. Like, can you imagine like when you go on a date or you would go meet new people? You're like, oh, hey, man, I'll never forget being in college and how insane the... Um, the Usher album was um, during that time. Confessions. Oh my god! And then like when R. Kelly did release uh, "Trapped in the Closet" and album, all of bro. those. Man, "Trapped in the Closet." Like it was conversation starters. Like like breaking your neck. Had to, to listen to the next videos. Made sense. The next one and the next one. The, uh, the, the videos every week on BET. Yeah. Yeah, we'll Man, let's kill this R. Kelly talk. You are now listening to the radio show. I, I'm not, no. Okay, okay, he's got 40 and Sebo featuring E40. I feel like that's a very lazy song title. They just put both their names together and just 40 and Sebo featuring E40 by Sebo. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. So the question is, you're stuck on an island, and you only could take three albums for the rest of that time you're on the island. 
Three albums. What would those albums be? Damn. I'm gonna start with the lady first. Ooh. Oh my god. Okay, so yeah, three. Alright. So Ooh, child, that's that's really hard. Okay. Um <laughs> I like so many people for so many reasons. Um ooh. all right. So I don't know exactly which Drake album, but at least one. Just because it's like, you know, a variety pick, right? Ooh, I would definitely take, um, who would I take for like R&B? Um, I would take, uh, what's her name? Um, Sade. I would have to take her. Mm -hmm. Just because, just, just it's, it's nostalgic. I have to take her. And then, um, oh gosh, this is so insane. I would just have to maybe take an Outkast album because it's just like another, again, a variety. It's like fast, slow, nostalgic. It also reminds me of like where I'm from and stuff. So it's like a little piece of home. I need I need to know which one though, because I'm a, I'm not gonna judge you because you can't. Have I a love wrong... the love below. I love okay. love below. Okay. My favorite. Okay. So there's that. Mm. All right. So we got a Drake, Shade, and Outcast, Little Below. Okay. I'm. I'll go next. And this is tough for both? me. This is tough. Uh, I, I mean, because when you said Outcast, it made me think. <laughs> At Aliens, I feel like I have oh, to bring that. Gosh, yeah. I have to bring At Aliens from Outcast. Um, I have to bring. Kanye West graduation. To me, oh, yeah, that was the best good. album ever. Yeah. That's just to me, and I know people have problems. Can we with be it, on the same island, by the way? Like we, we absolutely can. <laughs> he he uh, wore a white lives matter. He wore a white lives matter T-shirt. But please continue. <laughs> don't don't care. The art is the art, man. And he also is uh, whatever. I'm not doing this with you. Uh, so graduation would be my second album. My third album would probably be. And and this is just not even just because I'm I'm gonna piss off M16, but TP2 was probably the greatest um, uh, R&B album I've ever heard that I've listened to legit from beginning to end, right? And I, I'm not gonna say it's a no skip; it's damn near a no skip. It's so. A no skip. So I'm gonna bring those. So yeah, I'm gonna bring the problematic <laughs> double duo with me of R. Kelly and Kanye. But we are gonna be jamming, nigga. We gonna be rocking slaps. You got them slaps, man. He's, he's what you, got, you can't deny the art, nigga. Yeah, I'm denying it. Um, all right. So the first one that I'm taking is um, <clears throat> this is um, well, all eyes on me by Tupac is yeah. Coming I knew with you was gonna say Tupac, nigga. I already knew. Yeah. So that that's definitely in there. Um, another one that I'm taking with me is um, the Untouchable by Scarface. Um, that that one's definitely coming through. Um, that's one of those no skip ones. You turn it on, it's just it's just full of bangers the whole time. Thank you. Dude. And then the last one, uh, Snoop Dogg has this album, Paid the Cost to Be the Boss. And I feel like the reason why I would take that is the nostalgia of it. Around that time, man, I was one of like when the album came out, I was like. Some of the happiest times of my life, man. Like, hey, was, was that like, one when he was on No Limit? 
No, this one was this was his first album after he got off No Limit. That was oh, yeah, right. his album on No Limit was the game to be sold, not to be told, right? Yeah, and then he had the last the last meal was the on last there too. meal. Yeah, yep. and last meal was good too. I got to throw that out there. But uh, Pay the Cost yeah, to be the boss. It was like he was talking about stuff that I could just relate with so much. And then it was just like I said, that was like some of the happiest times of my life, man. At that point, I was meeting the woman that was going to eventually, you know, become my wife and stuff like that. It's just nostalgia built into me listening to that album. So those will be the three I take with. I feel you on that. Shoot. Well, my three. So my three, my first one, I would take. um I love how this this album is just kind of puts me in a peaceful state. So I would take the Janae Iko sell sold album. Yes, yeah, it's good, God. man. It's okay, good. I have to trade because I I'm listen to that it all one. the time. That's, <laughs> one of, that's, that's my one of my go tos. I love that album. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. My second album. Oh, Victory Lap from Nipsey Hussle. Victory Lap. I'm taking taking the oh. Victory Lap. Oh, I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, and my last one, God damn. Uh, if I'm on a, if I'm on an island, I want something that's gonna kind of make me feel good. Shit. Um. Crap, man. I don't know. I want. Uh, I wanna. I wanna take. Uh, it's tough. It is tough because it's when you're on the last one, you got so much that come to mind. Mm-hmm. But I what's what's one that's gonna make me feel sad? One that's gonna make me feel good. Bro, <laughs> I probably I all right. I'm thinking about it. This one probably I would probably take um off the wall, bro. Oh, Michael Jackson. Okay. Okay. I would take off the wall. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's a nice cut. That's yeah. nice. I would take off the wall. That's nice. It'll probably be my three. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chris. I see you. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah, but I would sure, for sure take. I need that Janae Eichel. I need that one. I need that. Yeah. Just, that just give me yeah. island beach vibes. That's, that's just a definitely my. Dang, I don't know why they think of that. But I was really going for a similar, just mellow vibe because I feel like Shade gives me that. But Johnny Aiko is just gives me that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that Sell Sold album. So oh my, ha, do you listen to the deluxe one? Oh, I listen. Oh, man. Come on. Man. I love me some Janae Aiko. Love oh, me yeah. some Janae. She vibes. Oh, that's, a, that's a good she one. Vibe. And no, that's a good one, Chris. And that one, you know, since we didn't have a one gotta go tonight, that's a perfect replacement for one gotta go. That was a great one, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a banger, man. You are now listening to the radio show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to the radio show. There is only one radio show, and this is it. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, this is a little bit of, I, I can't even call it an abridged show. We just did some things differently that we don't normally do. We didn't have a one got to go this time, and we didn't do random, but that's all right because we still had a great show regardless. You know, Chris came through with a great question about the 
the album on the island thing. We might have to revisit that in other scenarios too, Chris. That's yeah. that's some good shit, man. So we can we got plenty more answers though, because I'm thinking of another album right now. Like, shit. see, there you go. It's it, it's always you know a revolving door. So we've already set up basically what we're about to do. We're gonna be reviewing a J Cole album, album to be named at a later date, and we'll be uh, definitely reviewing that and giving unbiased opinion on that. But again, to bring a, bring a friend nice here, highly successful. Always good to have our friends here. We got Christian on the go podcast here. Chris, man, on the go, man. What y'all got coming up? Man, shoot. Talking sports, you know. Yeah, you know us. We got the sports show. Um, We're trying to keep the content coming. Uh, Stay tuned, man. We got a lot of things coming. We love linking up with our family at the radio show. Big Debo, big homie, Miss Debo, you know. It's always love when we link up with our fam, our pie fam, as I would say. Yes, sir. You know, chicken yeah. brain networking and showing the love, man. That's, Trying to put that's it out right. Verbs. Yes, sir. So make sure to check out on the go. We like to say their catchphrase is they actually watch the game. So we got their information in the podcast description and in the YouTube description. Shit. So make sure and if uh, I could put my camera know, on, y'all would see I'm watching a basketball game right now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They watch the games. That that's that's the thing. The yeah, sports man. authority. All right. And then we got Big Debo, my black friend. I mean, content for days, 300 episodes, including a six-part 300 episode. Debo, um, man. What you got coming up, man? Including a, a collaboration with us soon. Uh, well, I mean, if you want to break, if you want to break it, yeah, we actually are setting up a collaboration with y'all in the next two weeks. So you know, the My Black Radio Show, as you yep. coined it, is 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 definitely happening. I was able to finally get this white man in. So y'all stay tuned and listen to that shit, uh, which will actually be episode three hundred one for us. Which I didn't think we was gonna do another one this soon, but fuck it. Um, but we do got a 15 minute video that Danny just put together of our trip to LA, which is just kind of like just the video footage and the pictures and all the shit and, and the set to music is really nice. I haven't been able to figure out how to upload it other than uploading it to YouTube. And I wasn't really trying to upload to a YouTube channel, but I am probably going to break it up into like chunks and try to upload it to Instagram. So Check out the Instagram feed. Y'all should be able to see that. But it's a cool video. It's, you see a lot of footage behind the scenes shit. And uh, yeah, man, I'm ready for the collab because uh, I'm ready to get in your shit every day. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to roast your ass every day. He never, it never stops. And I, I appreciate that. But yeah, we're looking forward to my black radio show. Uh, it's going to be uh, everything we hope. It's going to be in more. So definitely looking forward to that. It just sounds like it's about to be a whole bunch of nigga shit going on. It is. And, I mean, Danny's very white. I think you he underestimate is. how white that man is. So while I am a very, I'm very niggerish, you know, yes. I'm not, I'm not that niggerish. I don't eat pot of nigger like you do. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I'm bringing, I'm cash. I'm keeping that shit pot of nigger. That's all you. Yes. Um, Danny okay. is very white. So it's going to be very tame. Hey, so this you know, is like, this be is nice. like the white homeboy coming to the barbecue. Not even. He <laughs> is like you. So no, it ain't like your white homeboy. It's like if you went out after work with your white coworker, who's oh, still very uh, white. Uh, so you're gonna be oh, you're yeah. gonna be drinking a Michelob Ultra or some shit like that. That's and, what he you know. might drink. Now I'm gonna be a nigga. 
But you know, <laughs> when you got someone so white next to a nigga like me, it just equals out to be like M16. So you know. get out of here, oh my lord! But don't get out of here. But yes, and that then, is ass. I, I also want to point out too um, that it's out there now that we did a great interview with actually the lovely ATL Diva, our friend Carol J, and I interviewed ATL Diva about her nine hair co. Uh, you know, Beer Care Line that we uh, got out there. So make sure and check that out on yeah. the Aftermath. She was a guest on her own show. She did a great job. So we Thank just wanted you. to put that out there to, to check that out, you know. And if I've promised you product, you will get it by the weekend. There it is. There I do it is. have a nice little list of people who are like, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, I got you. Yes. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> so you gotta, okay. We're, we're going to talk later because I'm going to go and hype it up on the Instagram page and all this. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So we, get, so oh, we, we got I into that. Probably uh, we'll talk off camera because I'll be doing some YouTube stuff as well. All right. Later. So just, just to round this out again. Much love and thank you to our, our pie family, as Chris said it. Um, if you want to be a guest on the radio show ATL, just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com or you can send us a text 678-800-1677. We look forward to hearing from you. So again, it's a great show. Love talking music and whatever with uh as again the pie family. So, you know, only one way to end it. So please just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show, you're listening to the radio show, ATL. Thank you for listening and watching, and we will catch y'all next time. Church. Yeah, I, I messed with New York. I was out there in Brooklyn. That was the first time I ever seen, a, um, you know, somebody in the service area bite back on the customer. I was up in Popeye's up in uh, downtown Brooklyn, and this dude was like, he was snapping at this girl. She she told him she was like, "Shut up!" I mean, you you talking to me about an order? You don't even know how to order right. And I was like, "Damn!" Wait, wait, wait! No, 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 no. You ain't been so so. I forgot you living on the bougie side of Atlanta now. So you forgot what the real niggas at? Because you can't go to no Popeyes in Decatur off Panola Road saying no bullshit because they gonna get in your ass too. What are you yeah, talking? And, about? That's a fact. and she did. And the first thing I did when I walked up there. The first thing I said was, look, I know exactly what I want. And I know how to order. So you ain't got to worry about that. Exactly. Yep. Right. I, 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 I went to Georgia one time, but I, I was in Augusta. Oh, and you, Augusta that is here. That's, that's nice. That's, that's, that's a nice low pace. It was very, pretty, very country. There's nothing else yeah. to do. Nothing. All I saw was trees and houses. I didn't even see hardly people. Yeah. Because especially what time, depending on the time of year you went to, because if you went in the summertime, I ain't finna come summertime. out for you. Yeah, I'm not finna come outside for you. I'm sorry. It's, Ooh, it's, it's hot. hot. Yeah. I mean, it ain't as hot as like New Orleans hot. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? That, that's just swamp. But you know, they used to living in the swamp. That's, that's the kind of savages they are. And I could never wear my hair down in New Orleans. Oh, it's new. Uh -uh. oh no, that's just a profile as soon as you step outside. Nah, that's that's. that's I knew that was coming. Redbone baseball coming. players at that too. That's what we waiting on. This this baseball player. Didn't I tell you baseball players was the worst? I I told y'all niggas before this. I told y'all. No, nah, no, nah, he plays softball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey! I used to play softball. Yeah, no. We, we, how old were you? Like fourteen when you played softball? Um, I played probably until I was like in high school. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, maybe sixteen. Fast pitch. Gotta love it. 
See, athletic. See, See real a- athletes. But you got to practice with the boys though, because you know that's Dang, you learn some. You learn something every day because it, I did not have in my my wheelhouse of learning thing. I mean, did we go a long way? I didn't know you was athletic. Every time I see you, it's dresses and nails and facts. And- I didn't see that shit either, bro. Because I played softball. I ran track. I did um, marching band. Oh, I love I that. Did all the stuff. She did all the I shit. Did flag, she was with the if you're if you're if you're a girl dad, you ain't playing t- uh what teacups and all that stuff all the time. You're mostly gonna do boy stuff. So you either right. figure out how to play touch football, flag football, baseball. Like I mean, especially in the summertime, because wow. that's what your dad know how to do. Now, if my dad played teacup with me, it's because he wanted to eat the cookies and stuff. He. Ain't- <laughs> <laughs> He ate all the snacks. That's what he did. <laughs> that makes sense. Sure, we can Love do that. this. You got any more of those chocolate chip cookies over there? Yeah, Dad. Then no, no better. No. Love that. Mm. Man, this messed up. I got somebody else trying to get in too. I don't know what's going on with this thing. You need to give the link that you gave the first time because that's how. We yes, that's it. the one that worked. Because that second yeah, that's link, that's the one working. that worked. That's the one that worked exactly. Yeah. Okay. That second link didn't do anything. It took me to my own restream, and I was like, uh, in the background. Uh, I was like, oh, I was like, cool. uh, good to know, but I mean, I'm just saying though. All right, we're gonna try this again then, because he's like, bro, 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 and then we could get started, man. So apparently there are some topics that's gonna potentially make me act up today. But it's it's is Ezra the one that's yes. that's uh it, I'm it's with the it. one that's applying it and he ain't even here because I can't even explain it because he, he got me hip to it. I was sitting here minding my as as Debo would say my light skin business and he came and hit me with that and I'm like what the what is this about? <laughs> I am too. I'm too done with that. This ain't even a half, you know. Not the hoyos. Not the other hoyos. Ooh. Just... Why do I like shoes so much? Like shoes are always nice to you. Like the hell. I like shoes. I just can't wear heels. Really? Yeah, and I love them so much. I think they're so beautiful. Aw, just can't wear them. They hurt my. Diva be wearing them, and she don't even need them. She five eleven. She don't need no help. I can't. You five eleven? Yeah, yeah. Wow. You wear heels. You were six one. A perfect age because we got to see some of everything. Yes, and so we know how to function. Period. Because the people either before us or like. Jesus Christ, these kids now don't know jack crap. Oh, like, bruh. if you just take away, like, the fact that we can survive if we don't even have the damn internet is saying a lot. Yes. Okay? If we if we didn't even have Google, we still gonna be all right. <laughs> Listen, I, I respect the fact that I could pull a map out right now and get to some place. Big facts. That's hard. 
without having to tell somebody to turn here, dog. I <laughs> I still have the skills where I, I can actually travel in this motherfucker if I need to. We know how to go to a grocery store and actually buy groceries instead of Uber Eats and having stuff delivered all the time. Right. You will be surprised how many people literally don't even know how to grocery shop. Don't, well, how don't, about, they, they don't even know. How about penmanship? Does anybody know how to write in script? <gasps> Okay, I do, so I just had this conversation two days ago. Me too. And it's like I literally could read historical documents because I can read mm-hmm. scripts, and most people can't yes. even sign their name. I can read it, but I can't I'll write, write it. it. Most of my writing, <laughs> I can't script. write. I read that much, though. Man, I can I read. To write whole papers in script. Me or, too. And if it wasn't legible, guess what? Do it again. Mm-hmm. Fail. Yeah, that part. They don't even know what that is. They don't. They These don't teach it anymore. They taught it to us. No, I mean, me whatever we didn't learn in school, my parents still say something about it. And these kids, they don't. So where was I? And I'm talking about kids who are like 23. I think I asked them, um, did they know what like a rotary phone was? And I consistently kept getting told they thought it was a clock. And I'm like, this was multiple and they're not the same. So I'm like, how are their brains thinking that this is a clock? I said phone. They don't even know what a rotary phone is. They don't even know what a flip phone is. Listen, I mentioned video music box the other day to my son and he was like, what? I'm like, yeah, video music box. Are you talking about the box where you had to call uh, the number and 99 cents? No, it was a a show. Yeah, it was a show. It was was a show out here. It was like a rap city. Okay. It was like uh, American music makers for us. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, all right. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was called. I I think that, um, it was like in the late '80s, like early '90s. But I have an older sister, so you know, I kind of grew up with her with her stuff as well. So that's why we was having a, com- uh, a conversation the other day with uh, my friend's sister who graduated, and she's like 25, and we we're just having like this conversation. And we were like, yeah, you remember when we used to watch Stay Up Late to watch Uncut? She's like, what's the Uncut? Lord, <laughs> she, she don't know yeah. about that. She don't need to know about Uncut. About, she don't know about the Uncut when you had to watch video. Like, uh, yeah. Tip drill. I remember that. Man, let me tell you something. Compared to now, as much black as Nelly got for Tip Drill, that it's who would have thought? To the, it's my Man, to yes. what? Do you know Very how mild. much he he caught for the credit card swipe? A lot. And Listen. now they doing like, a credit card swipe in every video nowadays. Just yeah, the evolution of songs. Like when I, I was a kid, Rump Shaker was that song, right? Man, and then mm-hmm. Tip Drill came along when I was in high school. But like now, I was just looking at uh, uh Cardi B and Lotto that uh put it on the floor. I was like, God damn. I know what you're saying. Like, damn, somebody, somebody gonna mess around and get pregnant up in this month. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> a whole lot of ass right here, dog. Or, or suffocate themselves because people, people, they keep putting plastic bags over their freaking heads. Jeez. What the Jeez. hell is that about? That's what they because that's how the rip me out the plastic. Rip, rip me, me out, out the plastic. plastic. And people are putting plastic bags over the head and ripping themselves. It's the 
fucking foolishness. It's wild. I've seen hey. people like on TikTok, damn near choking, die. Yeah. It's, hey, y'all it's, ever watched Booty Call? Y'all, y'all remember the movie Booty Call? Yes. Y'all yes. Yes. Booty Call. in the saran wrap. <laughs> we just old do. now, nigga. <laughs> This, these are classics now. We just old as fuck now, bro. Oh my God, now I have to go watch so that, that video and watch figure out the video because that's how the song starts. Rip yeah. out the plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to. It's brand new or something like that. Yeah, bro, so people are literally ripping themselves out of plastic bags. Yeah, prom pictures. They, all kinds I of come, shit. I come from. Huh? Oh you my saw, God! Did you see the prom one? When I ain't see the prom one. So yes, girl, she lives in a project. And yeah, she had like a, a plastic type of cover, whatever you want to put, call it. And she had it like at the front of the door, right? But you got the burglar <laughs> bar door right in front of the plastic, but the door open, and the song was written out the plastic, right? Homegirl yeah. comes out the plastic, and she got shoes that's about a size fifteen on, and a prom dress, and all that stuff. It's yeah, like crazy. It's, it's, it's wild. They doing it's crazy stuff I've ever seen. Yep. These oh, kids are like, strange. I like. I, I. I'm grateful for the, for the time that I was brought up in. To be honest, man. Yeah. First of all, when my age group, it was offensive for anyone to come near your head with a bag because they usually meant you was just an ugly hit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like, the brown paper bag used to be like, dudes would joke about like, oh, They used to oh, say that like, yeah, I do that, but you know, I put a bag over her head. Yeah, I put a bag over her head. Like, I mean, it was like, so how y'all really... Now they ripping themselves yeah. out the yeah. <laughs> Like how have these how has society just convinced you to be an idiot? Like, I... It's like all the jokes have become TikToks now. That's all it essentially is. Everything is for TikTok. Everything is for for the views and to go viral. That's just you know. I sound like a boomer, but these niggas don't want real jobs. They want to be an influencer. That's just what this shit is. It's, no, it's really? I don't know. I've been on the internet. I still haven't gone rival a viral, but I I just <laughs> refuse to just I just refuse to just go down to that low 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 place. I ain't about to make myself look like a jackass like, for some views. It's I cool feel. like to like go that. viral for the right things, but when you like intentionally right. trying you to go really viral, like. Right, like if something happens like unintentionally, it's like, oh shit, it went viral. Right. That's what's up. But to actually sit there and plan, like, what about that girl with the 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 head, the gorilla glue girl with the with the? Oh, we torched her that, so bad. Like, oh my god, who does that? And I, I mean, like, I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional, but I mean, we like, we talking about common sense here, Tanya. Like common sense to tell you, hey, this gorilla glue that could hold my bumper together on my car, I probably shouldn't put that on my head. But but they don't know that though because they don't read. Lacking, they are lacking. These kids don't read, Shardy. They they don't read shit. They don't know because they don't read. They they don't read instructions. If it ain't a YouTube video to show them what to do, they just gonna fucking do it. Use the same motherfuckers eating Tide Pods. Or somebody. This is the Tide Pod generation. Reading it to them because now everything you know, everything could be like audible, and you can just press a button and it'll read you whatever it is on the screen. Yep. You could literally be riding your bike, working out, walking. You yep. ain't got to hold the book in your hand or nothing. Nothing. You can listen to nothing. just how you listen to your music. Yep. The sad part is one day these motherfuckers gonna be making decisions for us. Like they, niggas they that was out here now. two, three, four years ago, well, eating all and decrepit. 
So I got to They're going to be like, fuck these old motherfuckers. <laughs> and they don't care you know, at 25 all. is old now. Like, you know that people are running around saying that if you're 25, like, you're, yes. you're washed up and you're old. I, I, I'm like, so serious. 25 is washed up. Oh, 25. Dude, I'm fucking ancient, bitch. <laughs> okay, I gotta ask another question because I'm starting to get depressed.